So Kringle is this Danish pastry that you get in southeastern Wisconsin. It's shaped like a toilet seat. It is shaped like a toilet seat. <laughs> it's actually a big dirt. Is size. it the same size? Yeah, we measured the last one. Well, maybe the the length, but Yeah, it's not quite as wide. No, but, if but you tried to poop long. through it, it that would you you wouldn't want to eat it afterward. Yeah. Pooping through Kringle episode title. <laughs> I need to make my Kringle big enough to poop through. <laughs> Quick, come here. Let me measure your ass. <laughs> Is my Kringle wide enough? <laughs> It's a podcast. I'm Mike, and I'm Dr. Laurie. Neocortex frontal lobe. Welcome back, Dr. Laurie and Quinn. Hey. How's it going? Good, 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 good. Merry ho ho. Merry ho ho ho. It's Boxing Day. It is boxing. What is the, even boxing day? It's the day after Christmas. Is it called boxing? Why is it called boxing day? Is this the day you throw away all your boxes? <clears throat> uh, I guess so. Because you got stuff for Christmas? Because <laughs> you got all these extra boxes lying around. Now you got to oh, no. break them down and put them in the, in the trash or the recycling if you have that where you live. Yes. In, in England. Because that's where they celebrate it. It's also Kwanzaa. It is Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. According to the calendar. And and all mainstream media. I don't know. I, don't, I haven't been watching TV today. Me either. <laughs> been waiting for your internet to come back online. I know. We didn't get to watch any either because we didn't have any internet. It ruined everyone's boxing day. It did. It makes us all want to get some boxing gloves and go down to, what is it, Comcast or who's your internet? Spectrum. Spectrum. Like, Go down to Spectrum's office and, and beat them up. But because I had no internet, I spent all of my time on Boxing Day breaking down our boxes. <laughs> so it was a Boxing Day celebration for you. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I have more boxes now than I did before Christmas. So. Me too. Yeah, I should have been doing that too. Instead, I was uh, hoarding them. Not. Well, I was I wasn't doing anything productive. Yeah, I, just... I didn't open most most of mine until Christmas Eve when I finally got around to <laughs> wrapping all of the damn presents. Well, that's still a day earlier than Grammy. That's true. That is true. <laughs> she wrapped hers on Christmas afternoon. The woman who is retired. Yes, and and never leaves the house except to go to the store. She also did her grocery shopping on Christmas on Eve. Christmas Eve. Okay, yeah. at the Piggly Wiggly. She couldn't Wiggly. get to it before then. Wow. I mean, I work a full-time job, and I got my grocery shopping done on Christmas Eve Eve. Well, if you don't already, if you're not already leaving the house on a regular basis, I can I can kind of see how you wouldn't want to until the last minute. <laughs> but knowing you have to make food for that day. Yeah. And go to the grocery store. My grocery shopping only occurs on days when I go to the office and I'm driving home. And mm-hmm. the traffic is light enough that I can go all the way up to the preferred exit. And then I drive past 
the preferred grocery store on the right hand side of the road, which is most yep. convenient. That's yep. when that's when it happens. If it doesn't happen, then it doesn't. It I wait till next week. And I only go to gas. I only go to gas stations that are on, on the right. Hand side yeah. Of the road. Um, <laughs> and I, if I have to run errands, I plan my driving route so all the places I have to stop come mm-hmm. on the right hand side. Yeah. Um, yeah. I only. Go Why are we going stations. this way? This is like ten miles longer than it should take. Well, but this <laughs> way everything's on the right. So yeah, <laughs> it actually saves time. Yep. So you have to go around everywhere counterclockwise get everything on the right hand side no that's clockwise no you go counterclockwise then everything will be on the right <laughs> it doesn't matter either way yeah you go whichever way counterclockwise or clockwise you have so to so that everything right is on the right side. yeah exactly that that it depends on where all you're going whether or not you're counterclockwise yeah i'm just thinking because all the errands i ran on New- on christmas eve eve i went counterclockwise so everything was on the right hand side ah. it also allowed me to have the grocery store be the last stop too yeah that's always so that, important so that you don't melt your ice cream right exactly yeah. yep way to think ahead yeah Quinn, quinn's learning this is mm-hmm. how this is the these are the things that occupy adults minds yes yes well nerdy adults <laughs> All I worry about is having to read the history of farts. Yeah, well, Quinn got the history of farts for Christmas. Awesome! Who got you that? Grandma. Nice. Bumps. Yeah. Bumps came through with the fart book. Yep, yep. My friends all about it. So who, who had... show them all that I learned. <laughs> who had the first fart? <laughs> um, I don't know. You haven't read it yet. Yeah, I haven't read oh, it yet. Okay. Well, he should have been doing when the internet was out, but he was sleeping. (laughs) These are the things we do when the internet doesn't work. We recycle our boxes. We we read books, but most of us sleep. Yep. (laughs) Why do anything at all? Yeah. So what did, uh, did you get anything cool for Christmas, Dr. Laurie? I am now a proud owner of the Green Bay Packers. What? You own the you own a piece of the pack? I do. Do you want to know? Do we have a song to go with this? Go pack, go! Yay! You have you have a, a stock in the Packers now, huh? Do and and we have lots of uh of um shareholder swag. <laughs> well, your kids do anyway. Well, my kids do. You which have to I buy your is, own. I'm stealing Sawyer's scarf. <laughs> no. Yeah. Does he not like it? Oh, he loves it, but I'm stealing it. I was looking through. If he didn't like it, he would give it to me. I'm stealing it. I was looking would... online at the at the uh, shareholder corner of the Packer Pro Shop online, which only shareholders have access to. Really? Yeah. You need your certificate Ooh. number off of your. Okay off of your stock certificate to, to log Very in. Very cool. Yes. And uh, of course, I, I have to I have to make a choice now when I log in. Do I use the certificate from my stock 10 years ago or from this new one? Oh, I, you got yourself a new one, too? I got myself a new one, too. Yeah. Oh, now do you have two pieces? I have two pieces of worthless paper that cost me over $500 together. I did notice how, <laughs> that you made our... Are are jointly owners? Does that mean if Louing I get divorced that I only own half a share? I'll have to split the share with him. You'll have to negotiate for custody 
of the share. Yeah. Now that I have two, I don't have to worry about that. Yes. yes. <laughs> Should that happen here? One of us gets one, the other one gets the other. Exactly. <laughs> well, the, yeah, Sarah was wearing the scarf as a turban all of last night. <laughs> a la Akbar. Very good. He was. <laughs> <laughs> we call, I called him Ahmed. It was a pretty explosive joke. Not <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I was what? looking. I was looking at the at the stuff online. I was trying to. Okay, I need four things that are roughly the same price right. that I can get the kids, and hopefully, that's all. They're all in the same category, and I and somehow I gravita- or gravitated toward the uh, hats, the outerwear, the winter. Hats. Oh yeah, that's always good. And I was looking through my. I was trying to. Figure, well, I, the first one I saw was that white one. The, yeah, the ladies like stocking cap yeah. right for megan and i'm like oh well, that's easy and i'm like because i remembered her with she had mm-hmm. like a lot of white like a white coat winter coat is mm-hmm. white or something mm-hmm. and so i went looking through my photos from my trip in october and i'm like okay there's megan wearing white so i'll get her the white stocking hat and then i'm like okay there's quinn wearing baseball hats all the time I'm like okay so he gets the baseball cap and then yeah. walker's wearing a stocking cap and i was like okay so i'll get him the boy's stocking cap and i'm like I'm like, what do I get Sawyer? Oh, shit. Sawyer's not wearing a hat in any of these photos. And I'm like, ooh, the scarf. <laughs> I was wondering how you picked what you got them. You went through your photo. <laughs> I went through my photos, and yeah, I figured the scarf would go with uh, his thrift store aesthetic that he's got going mm-hmm. on. Yes, but you're going to steal it from him. I'm going to steal it because I like the scarf the best. Well, you can go buy your own. True. I and, could. And then I got the two adults uh, shot glasses. <laughs> And the two of not of drinking age soda koozies. Soda. They'll be used for soda. I didn't even see the shot glasses on the soda koozie. No? No. Because he wasn't paying attention to us. (laughs) No one said what was good. I think I was looking for alcohol. You were out looking for alcohol? (laughs) Grammy hit her. uh, Bailey's was in the refrigerator. Oh. I wasn't expecting it to be in the refrigerator. That's what I was in. I was in like two rooms away, so I didn't know what was going on. Oh, did you have any Kringle cream? I did have the Kringle cream. We have not opened mm-hmm. ours yet. It's actually pretty good. It tastes oh, like I've Bailey's. had it before. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, it's great. It's great when root beer, root beer float with Kringle cream. Yeah. Alcohol um, root beer float. It's awesome. It was so, it was so funny. Mom said that she sent dad to get Kringles and to buy two. And then he mailed both of them to you. And she oh. said one of them was supposed to be for us. <laughs> I wondered why we got two. That was why. He made a mistake. And I said, that's okay, because Walker did a Kringle fundraiser like a month ago, and we had three. So Where where did she send Dad to buy Mars Cheese Castle brand Kringles? I have no idea. Or she maybe, I don't know. Because that's, that, that, that's what we got. I, know. I don't know. I don't know if she made him drive to Mars Cheese Castle. No. I have no idea. Why would you do that? You just order them. I Order from online directly from Racine. Don't drive all the way to Kenosha. That doesn't, doesn't make any sense. I have no Is idea. Is there like a Mars <laughs> Cheese Castle outlet in your area? <laughs> I have no idea. Unless like, Pendix carries them. And like a... I don't know. <laughs> I, have, I didn't know anything about Pringles until last night. She's like, Dad sent both Pringles to Fungus. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what's smaller than a castle? Like a Mars Cheese Abbey or something? Like a, a little outpost? 
It's just one little <laughs> they, tower. It's a, it's a Mars cheese pop up. It's a, yeah. It's a it's a it's just a drive up window. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those trailers they just plunk yeah. down in the parking lot yeah. at Laurelburg. <laughs> <laughs> Like a food truck, yeah. They leave when they sell it all out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So Kringle is this Danish pastry that you get in southeastern Wisconsin. It's shaped like a toilet seat. It is shaped like a toilet seat. (laughs) It's actually the. Is it the same size? Yeah, we measured the last one. Well, maybe the the length, but yeah, it's not quite as wide. No, if you tried to poop through it, it that would. You you wouldn't want to eat it afterwards. Yeah. Pooping through Kringle episode title. <laughs> I need to make my Kringle big enough to poop through. <laughs> Quick, come here. <laughs> let me measure your ass. <laughs> Is my Kringle wide enough? <laughs> That's what you do with the stale Kringles. Mm-hmm. You yeah. use them as toilet seat covers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Any any uh, dirt there or uh, or debris or whatnot, uh, it just uh, it, it gets on that butter layer and it, it, it just wipes right off. <laughs> Easy clean. Being a mom of three boys, yeah, this is an actual an actual text I had to send from early December, which I'm going to read to you. PSA: This was to the group text. <laughs> Unless it is something that may require medical attention. Please cease and desist on sending me pictures of your poop. <laughs> all three of them? Yeah. Because I got po- pictures of poop from all three of them within like a four-day time period. Wow. Hey, you guys, coordinate with me next time. I'll join in. Um, you got it. Although I do have to say that it did come in handy because we actually had documented evidence of the last time Walker had pooped when he had an urgent care visit. Oh, that's because nice. Because he had sent me a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when the nurse asked him when the last You just time pulled he your phone out and were like, <laughs> showed it to her. 47 on Friday. And she started laughing and said, I have teenage boys too. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Boy, Al, for, uh, for Thanksgiving, and that was o- over a month ago, right? Mm-hmm. It'll be evident why that that is important. The time range from then until now, in a, in a, okay. in a minute, Allison okay. made Indian curry pot pie. Yeah. For for which we've had before. Right. Uh, for Thanksgiving, and because it doesn't have, it's full of potatoes and vegetables, right. stuff she, stuff that she can eat, and I really don't care for turkey that much. Right. So I'm fine with that. Um, but she she got some new kind of nuclear yellow curry <laughs> nuclear <laughs> i pooped yellow like all the way up until like festivus i think it finally stopped on festivus oh my god it was like four solid weeks of my call i'm like <laughs> do i need do i need to go to the doctor like is, has there been picture. damage done like because my my colon is leaking yellow <laughs> dye for a month you like this can't picture. be healthy you need to eat that again and go get your colon out. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are all your olives glowing in the dark? <laughs> so that they're easier for you to find. You're welcome. I, I color coded them. Yeah. <laughs> what? That wasn't helpful? 
No. Or you could send it to him. <laughs> send, send. Yeah, you're the doctor. Send a picture of my yellow poo next time. Okay. No. Just to Dr. Lori. I don't know. No, you can send it to Quinn. I, I'm not qualified to diagnose you. She is. Well, you were, you were talking about them taking pictures of their poo, and I was like, do I have any recent pictures? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think why why I would have taken a picture and that the, the yellow. remind. Yeah, I, I was reminded of the yellow. So anyway. That's a long time to poop yellow. It was, yeah, it was like three, you need to, to eat three to four more fiber. weeks. I was eating so much fiber. I was like, scrape this stuff out of me, please. <laughs> I'm eating like high fiber, you know. What the hell is in that curry? High fiber cereal for, for snacks, like just snacking on dry cereal just to try to like scour everything out. <laughs> I, I seriously I like, like die. He choked on all that brand. The last like week of of the fourth week of the yellow, I was like, I sh- can I can I get like the colon blow prescription from the doctor? <laughs> I think I need it. <laughs> I need to get out of the spray. <laughs> or maybe like eat something blue or green or whatever like balances it out back to brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, eat something blue and then it'll mix with the curry and turn green. Green, yeah. Well, I was trying to get it back to regular color. Oh. I did have green poo. Yeah, that'd be cool though. If you ate something blue, it mixed with the yellow curry and you had green poo. What the hell gave me green poo? I think I actually did take a picture of that. But that was like six months ago. <laughs> One time, I think, did we tell the story of the last podcast? I don't know. When, um, My apologies to any listeners who are not related to me. <laughs> <laughs> or, or to a Brock in general. This is, everything devolves into yeah, this, But this is basically what our family's conversations are. All um, the, like 99% of the time. This is, true. We're, not, we're not trying to <laughs> talk about really oh, awful naturally. things for shock value because it's it's a podcast no this is just what we normally talk about um i think I, we talked about this last time because we were talking about poo um when claire <laughs> had a birthday party and i let him pick out the blue hawaiian punch yeah and quinn was like two and he drank a whole bunch of it and then he pooped blue um and not only was the poop completely dyed blue but it stained his butt cheeks blue <laughs> And I had to send him to daycare the next day. And I saw when I dropped him off, I had to explain why his butt was blue. So you might notice. Yeah. Just in case. It's dyed bright blue. And it was bright blue. Well, didn't Sawyer, like, when Sawyer was little, didn't he? Yeah. It was like Festa when they had roasted corn. And and there was some blue raspberry thing. It was blue corn, though. No. Oh, it was just corn. He ate like two or three ears of corn, and like twelve hours later, I opened up his diaper, and it was like someone had opened up a can of corn, <laughs> dumped it, and in. just poured it into the diaper. There was no poop; <laughs> it was just corn. Okay, so I had the the corn and the blue stories between yeah, the two of together. them mixed mixed together. Okay, yeah, no, it was literally one hundred percent corn. You should try that diet. Maybe not to be a lot. What's that? Just Try what? Whole, just eat several cans of corn. Yeah, I like corn. Yeah. 
Or I could eat like um more than a tablespoonful of green peas. Apparently, my guts don't like the skins on the green peas or something. Oh, that just comes right back out. Oh yeah, I'll cut some of this out. Maybe. Okay, I was gonna say we're getting a little <laughs> <It's>, too. <yeah. laughs> Wait, where are my fart sound effects? I'm, dro- I'm dropping the ball here. You're losing all your sound effects. Hey, how, should we should we talk about news? Yes, let's do some news. Okay, here's a here's a sound effect for news. You know, it's funny. Uh, I I heard about a little bit of news as myself. Take a look. T- t- take a listen. <laughs> Rick and Morty. <laughs> okay, here's here's some uh interesting medical science type news, Doctor Laurie. Have you heard of Vuity? Vuity. V u i t y Vuity. No. They are eye drops that replace reading glasses. Oh, cool. <laughs> they do something That's to cool. your eyes to counteract your presbyopia. Cool. For us middle-aged folks that have to take our um, distance-seeing glasses off in order to look at our phones, like me. Because <laughs> I can't see up close anymore. <laughs> or, or like, Lou has to hold his, what, 10 feet away from his face. Well, it's, yeah, it's either, like, all the way yep. as far as your arm will go or right up against your, your eyeballs. Yeah, just make the font bigger. hmm <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but the, I... so, so the FDA has approved this thing. Well, that's cool. I wonder if it works. We'll Apparently it, it does. I, I fixed my problem with that. I got one contact lens for far away and one oh. contact lens for close up. Oh, and, and, and how many days did you like have to lay in bed because you were sick vomiting with vertigo from having no it opposite well, eyeballs? I, I wouldn't I wouldn't even leave it. I, I had to play around with a bunch of different prescriptions, but then I also could never get it to work quite right. And it would make me like nauseous uh-huh. after a yeah. couple of minutes. So I switched the eyes. And then it worked. And it worked perfectly fine. Never like got nauseous. I just <laughs> That's interesting. the guy the week one in which I, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh my God, this totally works. It's like uh, your whatever dominant side you are, yeah. like that side the of your brain has to have I, the length, yep, the distance put, or the reading one or whichever. I put the, the mm. stronger lens in the dominant eye. Oh, okay. Thinking that that would make sense. Yeah. But and it was that's reversed. Where I couldn't stand it. So when I put the weak lens in the dominant eye, that worked perfectly. The only problem now is I can't see to shoot my gun. Because <laughs> the weak one is in your dominant eye. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so whoever I'm going to shoot better get really close to me. Well, you just. You... <laughs> or I'm not be able to see them. <laughs> or switch to a shotgun. That, well, yeah, I have that too. Yeah. But when I went to the shooting range, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> if you ever get in a standoff, you can uh, just ask him to move closer, and then you'll be. <laughs> I'll I'll come out with my hands up if you move a little closer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> meet, meet me halfway. Wink, wink. Yeah. Let's see. Uh. Oh, it was approved in October, but now it is available for purchase. Uh, where? Like Walgreens, CVS, uh, Rite Aid? I guess. Why? Where do you get your prescriptions? I don't know. I just, every time you see like a commercial for something <clears> like that on TV, it always goes available at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid. 
Yes, all of the all of the above. <laughs> uh, one of the tri- uh, trial participants says it's a definitely a life changer. I'll get it for Lou because he doesn't have reading glasses or contacts. Yeah, it takes uh, fifteen minutes to take effect, and then it'll last for six to ten hours. Wow, that's cool. First ever treatment for age-related blurred vision. <laughs> There's also another solution. Just don't be old. Yeah. Well, um, how are you going to do that? Just don't. <laughs> Just don't. <laughs> say no to aging. Just say no. Because mm-hmm. that works with sex that... and drugs all the time. It might a- work for this one, though. Aging is bad for you. Well, yeah, it'll kill you. It kills it everyone. Aging, uh-huh. aging kills a hundred percent of humans. Almost as bad as COVID. <laughs> well, if you, if you reverse the percentages, yeah. yeah. Hey, speaking of COVID, <laughs> Mexico refused over a thousand cruise ship passengers uh, refused to allow them to disembark at their one of their destinations on their. Is it a Caribbean? No, it's got to be a Pacific cruise because they started in San Diego. I am. Why <clears> wouldn't they let them disembark? They would not let them disembark because 21 crew members aboard the Holland America ship Koningsdam tested positive for COVID as the ship arrived in the port of Puerto Vallarta on Festivus. Mm. Huh. A spokesperson for Holland America confirmed that a small number of their Approximately 875 ship employees who were all fully vaccinated, tested positive, and were showing mild symptoms. (laughs) And Mexico said, thank you, no. You can turn that ship back around (laughs) and go back to uh, San Diego where you came from, which is what they did. Um, Lawsuits are incoming (laughs) from the over a thousand passengers who couldn't do what they were supposed, what they paid to do. Yep. Because of this. Instead of going to Mexico, they got to go to San Diego and see all the tent cities and <laughs> it on the sidewalks. Well, that's where they all that. That's where they came from. That's they were where trying they came to get away from, from the, <clears throat> the sidewalk. What I think is amazing is that mistake. there are just over a thousand, they don't give a number, but they say it's over a thousand passengers, but they have almost a thousand employees on the ship. That seems a bit much. Well, yeah. Why didn't they just isolate the the 21 employees that tested positive? They did. And Mexico said no. Still said no. Still said no. So non-COVID related, but interesting with San Diego. So this was probably five years ago. So pre-COVID or anything like that. Um, I had a colleague that uh, was, she's from Moscow. And, um, she flew to San Diego for a medical, like a science convention type thing. Yeah. And the convention center was, um, I don't know, somewhere in San Diego. And she said that the hotel that she stayed in, she had to change rooms when she got there because the chalk outline and blood stain was still on the carpeting when she (laughs) went to check in. The housekeeping staff went in there and they were like, uh, yeah, no. we don't have anything that'll get this out. Yeah. So they switched rooms. Then she said she was only three blocks away from the convention center at her hotel. So she didn't have a rental car. 
And she said that the walk between the hotel and the rentals or the convention center um, was completely lined with homeless people in tents. And she was completely beside herself as to how awful the conditions in San Diego was. And she said, there's not even anything like this in Russia. Wow. Yeah. Russia, who is... And she lived there back <laughs> when it went from Soviet Union to Russia, and they had no economy and no money, and yeah. her family was starving, <clears throat> and... The Soviet Union collapsed 30 years ago today. Yeah. December 26th, 1991. Yep. Yep. So she, that was her childhood. Yeah. You know, Before that. She's prior to that. Our yeah. age. Yeah. She's our age. And, and she was horrified. At uh -huh. And that was more than five years ago in San Diego, which Can is. Can you imagine there, how now, much worse now, it is now? There was no poop on the streets then. So, it's deteriorated since then. So giant homeless encampments everywhere downtown on the sidewalks yeah. and poop. And poop. Now. That, that plus poop. Yeah. Not socialism. It's worse. <laughs> Socialism five years ago. Now it's socialism and poop. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone take pictures of it and send it to you? Mm. <laughs> 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 How about dog news? You want some dog news? Yeah, let's do dog news. Yeah. The last surviving dog from Michael Vick's dog fighting ring has died at the age of 15. Remember Mike yeah. Vick? Yeah. Yeah. How come he didn't get canceled completely for that? He's 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 uh one of them uh, talking heads now. Well, he came back to NFL for a while. That's like, true. He, he came back and played back play. for a little yep. while and now he's a, a a sportscaster. Yep. Is it because he's black? Is that why he didn't get canceled for murdering dogs? I don't know. According to um LeBron James or not LeBron James, um Colin Kaepernick, he just came back to the slavery. He came. He came back to slavery. They made, yeah. He made him come back because the NFL is slavery, man. Oh, okay. Maybe he didn't have a choice. Vicks vapor rub. No. Are you saying vapor rub is made from dead dogs? It might be. Oh, maybe. That's, that's why they fight. That's why they fight them because it gets the adrenochrome flowing, and that's that's the secret ingredient to the vapor rub. That's the smell. Vix, if you'd like to sponsor the podcast. Let's see. What is it he... worked really well. Wait, we have more dog news. We're we gonna get news? we're gonna get a new puppy. No, we're not. Damn it. This is worth a shot. He he is five years into his broadcasting career as an NFL analyst with Fox Sports. Huh. Whatever happened to well, here you go. All right. That's all the news well, news I well, have. Well, I mean, my God. <laughs> if um CNN would take back um <laughs> <laughs> one of their yeah. many perverts one of their many perverts but they took well the, they're not going to take back the ones that go to jail but the, until the they get out yeah until they, uh, <laughs> the, guy, the guy that masturbated on his zoom call yeah jeffrey Tubin. Tubin. Yeah, jeffrey uh -huh. Tubin. yeah they I took mean, him back yeah so you know hey, how long Michael is Victor. how long is a uh, fredo cuomo in timeout for they'll bring him back right i'm sure they will <laughs> Well, he's suing them now, so he'll oh, he can own oh, okay. he'll own CNN with Nick Sandman and uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. The three of them can co-own CNN. <laughs> well, sucks for uh, Fredo there. I think he'll get outvoted every time if there's just three, sure. the three of them. 
The two of them will beat them up. <laughs> well, what a shitty family, the Cuomos. Holy crap. Spe yeah. Speaking of family. <laughs> hey, it's Christmas time. Are you like us? Did you just spend 24 of the last 48 hours watching A Christmas Story? If so, you'll like this next segment. <laughs> I don't think we've ever really talked about the movie A Christmas Story in any substantial way. No, I mean, we just as the in the show, 458 oh. episodes. I don't we we mention it all every year, but I don't think we've really gone on a deep dive. Huh. So having just watched 12 showings, 12, episodes. <laughs> 12 showings of A Christmas Story, um, anything jump out <laughs> for you this time? This year? I always feel really bad when he's trying to tape the lamp back together again. Oh, yeah. And he gets it all taped and then he puts the top, the shade on. And it falls apart, and she's in the background laughing. Trying not to laugh, yeah. She's like... <laughs> covering her mouth. And it makes me feel a little bit bad yeah. for him. Well, just a little bit, yeah. Yeah. You know, they had they made three lamps for the movie, and they broke all three of them. Not one wow. original leg lamp survived the production. They're, aren't they plastic? Well, I think they were, like, brittle plastic so that they could break oh. them. <laughs> Oh, I guess they would have to because yeah. it's broken. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that like the one that you can buy, and I think there's multiple it's... sizes, but you can buy yeah. one that looks exactly like the one in the movie. And yeah. that's probably like good modern plastic that won't yeah. shatter. <laughs> but I, when yeah. that won't shatter when you're quote watering the plants. Your plants. Yeah. <laughs> you used up all the glue on purpose. <laughs> Not a finger. Not a finger. So Casey, yeah, that was what stood out to me this time yeah. was her laughing in the background. Yeah, she's laughing a lot at stuff when people, yeah. when no one's looking at her. She's the yeah. star of the movie. She's got top billing, Melinda Dillon. She got, oh, did she? Yeah, it goes Melinda Dillon, Darren McGavin, everyone else, and then and then Peter Billingsley as Ralphie at the at the very end. So were you were you the one that told me that Ralphie went on to become one of the elves? No, that was Megan. In a different movie? Which one? Yeah, Peter Billingsley oh. plays um Ming Ming. Ming is it or is it Ling Ling? I can never remember. I think it's Ming Ming, the uh the elf that's in charge of Santa's workshop. In which movie? In, in Elf. There's an Asian elf. Oh, he's an elf? He's in Elf. Oh my goodness, I'll have to He's the one that takes uh takes Buddy off the production line and sends him back to to testing because he can't make etch a sketches fast enough. <laughs> oh my god, we, so that was the first Christmas movie we watched this year in like the beginning of December. I know I know what scene you're talking about. I just never noticed that was Peter Billingsley. Yeah, always funny that you got the Jack in the Box. That's my one of my favorite oh, parts of that yeah. movie. Yeah, remind you of fungus. Why? Because it was just like something stupid that you would do. <laughs> <laughs> I swear you. I, I swear you like said fungus when he jumped. The... No, you said it was like you said it was something that fungus would do. I I like I love that scene when it scares him every time. 
Yeah. And it, it happens at a different time for each of the yeah. things and he's expecting it and then it doesn't happen or it happens way sooner than he's expecting it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yep. I like that scene. I'll have to look next time. Next year. Remind me to look and check for Peter Billings. I think I watched every Christmas movie at least once this year. Yeah. Yep. Or at least all the good ones. Bad Santa. I didn't watch Bad I don't like Bad Santa. Bad Santa's real awesome. Christmas movies. I watched Die Hard, Elf, Christmas Story numerous times, Christmas Vacation, Santa Claus, It's a Wonderful Life, Scrooge. I watched Scrooge, Scrooge, <laughs> the, the Muppets Christmas Carol, Disney's Scrooge, and I don't know if you've ever seen this movie, but it is one of the best Christmas movies ever. Is the Man Who Invented Christmas? No, what's that? It's about, it's Charles Dickens and his family while he's writing The Christmas Carol. Oh, okay. And that, like, they, the, the characters haunt him <laughs> All right. while he's writing it, and it's, um, it's outstanding. And where do you it's watch that at? It's on Amazon Prime, okay. which you, I think you have to rent it. I don't think it was free. I, I saw A Christmas Vacation for the first time, I think, all the way through. Really? Yeah, I think I'd only seen it in pieces before. My favorite scene of that one is where the cat gets fried under the chair. <laughs> and it's just a scorch mark with some fur in the shape of a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's my absolute favorite. <laughs> and when Walker was little and we'd watch it, he would just like er- like collapse in giggles when like laugh till he cried when the um the really old lady is asked to say grace and she does the pledge of allegiance. <laughs> Walker thought that was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> and then she allegiance to the then, flag. <laughs> and then she sings uh, yeah. the Star Spangled Banner during the, the 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 when the lights go off on. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Good one. Good one. All right. Any other good Christmas story facts for us? Yeah, I got lots. I have music for Christmas story facts. Let's see. So, of course, written by Gene Shepard from his short stories in the 1960s detailing growing up in uh, what real city? Cleveland. No, no, no. It's in Indiana. Terre Haute. No, I don't know. Why did they film it in Cleveland? They filmed it in Cleveland because... The director went and looked at 20 different cities yeah. and uh, they settled on Cleveland uh, because it had the aesthetic they were looking for. Because, this, again, this is like nobody really knows what the exact year is, but they date it yeah. based on the, the, the type of decoder pin. The, uh. the or, little orphan nanny decoder pin he has is a 1940 yeah. decoder pin. Okay. Like, they, that one was only made and sold in 1940. Gotcha. So that's what they think it is, but it could be 30. So Cleveland, Cleveland in the 80s still had an aesthetic of 1940. <laughs> you could find areas that were pretty run down. Yeah. <laughs> but the other thing was the the real 
Higby's department store in the front corner of what whatever is that the Ohio Tower, the the big tall building in yeah. downtown Cleveland that they yeah. show. Um, they let them film inside and outside, oh, there and you. they were like, "Okay, deal. We're, we're coming here." Um, everything else uh, besides the outdoor scenes and the indoor scenes in Higby's and and the the outdoor scenes outside of the house, uh, everything else was filmed in uh, uh, Canada somewhere. Um, actually, that's not true, necessarily true because the the school playground where he froze his tongue to the pole mm-hmm. that was filmed in Cleveland. And do you know who went to that grade school? Our cousins, really? Yep. Okay. According to the internet, that school is in Canada. According to Mary Beth, it was they filmed it at their school. The flagpole had a teeny tiny little hole drilled in it. And uh, and a, a like a plastic tube running to it that was providing suction, and that's oh, how they that's how they made it. His tongue appear to stick. Ah. Didn't Sawyer actually get his tongue stuck to a pole? Probably. Yes. I thought he had like yeah. Didn't he get stitches because of it no. or something? No. Mythbusters proved that your tongue will actually stick to metal yeah. in freezing temperatures. Yes, it will. And yeah, Sawyer stuck his tongue to something and froze it but um no i think that high school is in or that grade school is in whatever part of cleveland okay well um, that's interesting we have conflicting information here we have a personal account that puts it in cleveland but everybody on the internet that writes these blurbs about a christmas story says it's in canada i don't know we'll have to find out the internet is never wrong unless our aunt mary beth is lying to us (laughs) aunt marie would not lie to us I wouldn't think so. <laughs> All right, fine. That does, she did, but she did take a twelve-year-old to go see um, ten-year-old, ten-year-old <laughs> to, to go, go see, see Rocky Horror Picture Show midnight showing. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's a bit. I wouldn't even take Walker to that now. Okay, so uh, do all three of us agree that Aunt Mary Aunt, Aunt Mary Beth is correct, and the internet is wrong? Mm-hmm. Because we have a sound effect for for something when three people agree. Oh, it's an orange whip. Orange whip. Orange whip. Three orange whips. Three Woo-hoo. orange whips. Uh, so what now? Next fact. What's the next fact? I'm looking. <laughs> well, the next fact involves. <laughs> okay, so uh, Bob Clark, of course, the director of a christmas story hadn't really directed too many uh big things uh before that and so he he'd been trying to get the movie made for a long time and uh you know hollywood wouldn't wouldn't give him the money to do it until 1981 Hello. when he directed porkies <laughs> have you seen porkies quinn it's a classic uh, no i don't think i have it's a classic um yeah, so that did well, and uh, they said they came to him and said, "Hey, would you do do a sequel to Porky's?" And, and he didn't really want to do a sequel to Porky's, but he said, <laughs> "I'll do a sequel to Porky's, but you gotta let me do this Christmas movie first. And they said, "All right, here's four million bucks," <laughs> and that's how a Christmas Porky's Story now. got made. I like Porky's. That was one of those shows when I was in middle school. Like you had to sneak and watch when your parents uh-huh. weren't looking. Yeah. And, and and you had to be careful because it only came on TV at certain times because we didn't have, you know, the ability to download 
You had to wait till and you had the free be... the free HBO weekend. Yep. Yeah. Remember that? Or you had to go sleep over at somebody's house who had HBO. Who had cable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were we learned to be more resourceful than you guys. So let's see. The movie opened in nineteen eighty three, the week before Thanksgiving. Took in about two million dollars its first weekend, double Thanksgiving weekend, but then it got pushed out of theaters by all of the other big blockbuster Christmas movies like Scarface and Christine. (laughs) (laughs) That blockbuster Christmas movie. Well, it says bigger seasonal studio movies of the day, like Scarface and Christine. Those aren't seasonal. I suppose Scarface has big piles of cocaine that look like snow, but that's about it. Seasonal meaning they come out at that time of year because everybody's off. No, I know. I know. Like Spider-Man and Matrix 4. Dr. Lori, do you remember going to see A Christmas Story in the theater with me? Did I? We walked in the snow. It was snowing. Big giant flakes of snow falling down. And we walked all the way from our house through West Racine, across West Boulevard, which I was not allowed to cross by myself at the time because I was only 1983. I would have been eight, turning nine. I have no to that to that weird little theater that was there yeah. by the bank. That was the one I got kicked out of. That was the one where I I dropped my box of um of uh, jawbreakers or gobstoppers or whatever, and they all rolled all the way down, and they were like <laughs> all the way to the front. Was I with you for that? Yeah. Was that for the during the Christmas story? I think that was a Christmas story. Or, okay, that I remember then. <laughs> But yeah, you and I, you and I walked there in the snow. It must have been Thanksgiving weekend. What happened then? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I got kicked out of that theater because I went there with someone to see the movie Mask with uh, Cher and Eric Stoltz. Yes. Which, you know, again, I'm not an unfeeling person, but that movie was so bad, and I couldn't stop laughing. (laughs) And I got got kicked out. Now, were you laughing at how bad it was, or at his makeup? And how just how bad the movie was. I was not laughing at his condition or anything like that. And but what is movie, that condition, Dr. Laurie? Elephantitis. It is just elephantitis. It's not a specific I, type of elephantitis. I'm sure it's a specific type because there's specific they all have specific types. Um because well, it depends on the body part, usually. Because it's usually caused by a I don't know what he had, because he was supposed to be the elephant man, which was the supposedly where elephantitis came from. But Real elephantitis is caused usually by a parasitic infection, so like the fluid can't flow, so it gets backed up in a certain, like usually in the leg. But that doesn't make sense for his deformities. He had some. He probably had some type of tumors or something. Okay, Roy Lee Rocky Dennis, who had craniodiaphyseal dysplasia. Okay. Do you know what that is? Yeah. An extremely, an extremely rare inside, so. sclerotic bone disorder. Yeah. Where the bones just grow weirdly. You um, know, there's a, there's a whole um, parallel universe full of Eric Stoltz mask face people <laughs> in Rick and Morty. But uh, that movie was so bad that I, <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing and I got thrown out. I thought that they were going to talk about a Christmas story. Instead, they were making fun of Eric Stoltz the whole time and talking about poo. <laughs> Who are these people? We're poo men. 
Okay, so how how do how did we get from this low budget story to poop in Eric's boat? No, this low budget family mostly comedy about Christmas from 1983 that got booted out of the theaters so that the studios could make more money with Al Pacino and who the hell ever that was in Christine. Well, with Stephen King. But yeah, but who was in it though? I have no idea. It's still because of Al Pacino and Stephen King. Ultimately, it collected about nineteen million dollars at the box office, which is pretty good because it only cost anywhere four to make. But well, between three point three and four point four, depending on which one of these things you look at on the internet, um, which we already know they're wrong. Right about the school. Let's see. The rights to the movie were sold in nineteen eighty six to Warner Brothers um, as part of a fifty movie package deal. MGM, who who were the owners of it at the time, practically gave the movie away when it tossed a Christmas story into the deal in order to meet the 50 movie quota. Oh, jeez. <laughs> they were like, we can't get to 50 movies. Quick, somebody find another movie. Oh, here's this Christmas movie. Fine. Oh, yeah. Nobody Toss watched it in there. Before. Yeah. Toss it in there. Way to go, MGM. Whoever was in charge of MGM at the time should be uh, retroactively fired yeah, for making and that decision. Whoever... <laughs> and whoever at Warner Brothers that did whatever they did to create the awareness of it right. to be promoted. Well, the cable network TNT aired its uh, first 24-hour marathon as a stunt in 1988, so two years later. But popular demand turned stunt into tradition. Yep. Now it's on TBS, and it attracts more than 40 million viewers who tune in at some point to watch. All the other um, networks are copying that, only not with just one movie, but it's like a 20, because I was going back 24 hours of multiple different types of Christmas yeah. movies? Yeah. Yeah, because AMC. That too. Yeah, AMC. Yeah, that, yeah AMC. that's... Is yeah. that how you saw Christmas Vacation? Mm. That, well, I would have watched it on there, but it came on, and I was like, ooh, I should watch this, and I'm like, wait a minute, I have HBO Max, I could watch it without commercials. There you go. So that's where I watched it. So the cranny, back to... <laughs> okay wait hang on hang on hang on, hang on. a form of that wait 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 okay here we are now uh nerd burger in the eric stoltz mask face people universe go ahead <laughs> but isn't cranio a form of cranial dysplasia what dustin has in stranger things i thought he just was but he has some form of cranial dysplasia google it mike google it What's the actor's name? Dustin. Uh, <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> okay, so if you Google Dustin space S-T-R, you get Dustin Stranger Things and then Dustin Stranger Things costume, Quinn. Quinn has two Dustin Stranger Things costumes, but he lost most of the one from our party. Oh, no. <laughs> what happened? Did he use the socks? socks? Did he use the socks yeah. for camping lost purposes? One sock in the hat. The fox in the forest somewhere. Covered in poo? Maybe. <laughs> Is that why you you guys, Bumpa had a box full of socks last night for everybody? Yeah. So everybody could have like four or five pairs of socks to use as toilet paper? Is that what that was about? Yeah, we gave them all the square. <laughs> the rest of us have to use the leaves. He has cleidocranial dysplasia. But it's a form of it. It's well. He doesn't have any teeth. Yes, teeth. Now, but he didn't before. I think they're fake. 
And his, um, yeah, he doesn't have collarbones. There's something wrong with his collarbones and his teeth. He can do like weird things with his arms. Yeah. He can, get, he one... can get like really skinny. Right? Yeah. I wish I could do that. <laughs> I wish I could do that oh, in my middle. <laughs> Me too. I like food too in much. My ass. My ass. <laughs> we had to eat a whole extra Kringle because. Oh, you did? <laughs> Dad screwed up. <laughs> Did you hang up your napkin picture? The broken one? No. <laughs> Did you? I thought you were going to put it in a new frame. <clears throat> it broke? Yeah. You mean the thing we discussed yesterday? Did I do that already? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot who I was talking to. Thank you. There's yeah, a reason, there's a reason all of your presents were wrapped in sloth Christmas paper. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But diverse. it was diverse sloth. <laughs> I apologize. I well, I didn't buy them, and I didn't notice that when I was using it to wrap them. The character of Scut, not Scott, Scut Farkas. Did uh, you Did you know it was Scut? No, I know he has yellow teeth, yellow eyes, and green teeth. Yeah, yellow eyes and green teeth. Oh, Hammond, Indiana, is his actual where where uh, Gene Shepard grew up. the okay. The town in the movie is Holman. Which is fake. Okay. But, but it's supposed to be Hammond. But it's actually Cleveland and uh, some in Canada. pretending city in Canada. Oh, Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. Oh, here it says uh, the school exteriors were filmed at Victoria School in St. Catharines, Ontario, Canada. Not according to Aunt Mary Beth, though. Right? Nope. Yeah. Oh, so anyway, Scott Farkas. Is not in the book. Really? No. The book, of course, being In God We Trust All Others Pay Cash, which is a collection of short stories that he wrote for Playboy magazine during the 60s. So there are actual articles. <laughs> articles. For that that, that people one. might have been reading for yeah. real. Yeah. <laughs> when looking at their Playboy that they got caught with. But I'm reading articles. There's. Read this. It's a Christmas oh, there's a great Christmas story in here. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Uh, yeah, the decision to film in Cleveland was due to the willingness of Higby's, an actual department store, to allow the movie to be filmed inside the store. I always thought that was a that was a, a set, the inside of the store. Yeah, yeah. Like they had done the, uh, maybe they had done that corner window with all the toys in it, in the actual building in Cleveland to get those mm-hmm. shots. But then the, the stuff inside was fake. But no, no was that was real, actually real a, a real, not just any department store, but an actual Higby's, mm-hmm. which was still around in 1980 whenever they filmed. Okay, so speaking of the Higby's scene, so Santa is at the top of the big staircase and slide, and he's got two, right. two elves helping him, a man and a woman. Yep. <laughs> we should have had this conversation before the marathon. <laughs> the next time you see it, pay attention to the man. He looks like a young Dwight Schrute. <laughs> From the office? From the office, yes. Okay. You still haven't watched that, have you? No. Megan bought the first three seasons on Amazon. Awesome. And uh, I'm watching it for the first time right now, and then we're going to get her to watch it. Great. Well, there you go. I started watching it. The problem is, is the first season, it's so... Cringy. Mm-hmm. Well, but you have to pay attention. 
Oh, you can't just and listen to it. You have, there's a lot of visual humor. Yeah. Yeah. So I struggled with finding a time where I was just going to sit there and stare at the television. And um, I had to pay too much attention to it. And you try to be more lazy. like us. I know. I'm sorry. That's like, right. Embrace the slothness. <laughs> I can't do that for you. I have to be doing something. The slothosity. Embrace the slothosity. So you know that Gene Shepard is in the movie, right? He has a cameo. Speaking, yeah, which, speaking of yeah. Higby's, <laughs> you know which one is him, right? He's the guy at the at the end of the line who tells Ralphie, no, 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 yeah. this is the end yep. of the line. The beginning of the line is way over there. Right. That's Gene Shepard. All right. The narrator. Yep, yep. And the writer. Um, yep, yep. The, this I did not know until I looked this up. After all these years, I'm still learning things. How about that? I know. Even though I my know. brain doesn't have any room for it. Good thing it's you have here. You to do a data dump. It's here on the internet for me to just read. <laughs> I don't have to remember these things. But the uh, the director, Bob Clark, is in it too. Do you know who he is? No. He is their neighbor, Swede, the guy wearing the bear's hat, who's standing oh, okay. standing on the sidewalk across the street when we'll uh, like, the old man is telling Lord. them which way to move the, the lamp. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he says, what does he say? It's a major reward. It's a major reward. He's like, well, damn hell. <laughs> you say you won that? <laughs> yeah, that's the director. Now, his hat doesn't actually say the bears on it, but it's a blue there's and no orange logo. stocking cap. No, there's no logo. It's just oh. plain blue and orange. But obviously, they're in northern Indiana, right? They're all bears fans, right? Yes. This is this is where my my newly minted fan theory about a Christmas story comes in. You want to hear my theory? I came up with this while actually paying attention to one of the eight or nine times I watched it this year <laughs> instead of just having it on in the background. Mike's Christmas Story Theory. So everyone the old man knows in their town of Holman, right, in northern Indiana, they're a Bears fan, right? Like right. Swede. So the old man, he pretends to be a Bears fan too because he's he just wants to go along to get along, right? Yeah, you get he's that. really a Packer fan. But secretly, he's a closet Packer fan. Yes. Do you think so, too? I think so, too, because they talk about the Packers when she distracts that's, him. That's my first point. The mom distracts him from Ralphie's fight by pointing out that, uh, quote, the Bears are playing the Packers this Sunday. If he were openly a Packer fan, she would have said the Packers are playing the Bears this Sunday. Not right. the Bears are playing the Packers. He then right. proceeds to make fun of the Bears, calling them the Chicago Chipmunks. That's yep, something yep. a Packer fan would do. Point, yes, num- yes. point number two. The old man is the only one who understands that guns are tools to be used, respected, and enjoyed the way a cheesehead would. He's yes, the one who point. gets Ralphie the Red Rider for Christmas. A Bears yep. fan would hate guns, but also be too afraid to do anything about it. <laughs> go google um murders in chicago on christmas weekend in case you oh. wonder what that's all about <laughs> and point three dare house is painted green and gold for crepe's sake don't you know <laughs> i wonder if he's also an owner like us <laughs> shareholders that the packers are being mentioned in one of the most famous christmas movies of all time i know yeah 
What do you think? Make the value go up. I, I think you're spot on. The old man's a Packer fan. You're talking <laughs> about the, the fact that the, the Christmas Eve shoppers didn't even notice that a gunman came into the mall and started shooting people. Where is this? In Chicago. Oh, of course. But that's a real article? Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just talking um, about the, the, the normal gun violence in Chicago on any given weekend. Yeah, there were 11 killed and 50 wounded on Christmas. Just Christmas. But on Christmas Eve, there was a shooting that injured four people on Christmas Eve. And the headline says, Christmas Eve shoppers unfazed. (laughs) They just step over the dead bodies and keep going. (laughs) Somehow they kick them out of the way to move their shopping carts. How about some, uh, you want to talk about the casting in the movie? So Darren McGavin, of course, plays the old man, who's secretly a Packer fan. He was yes, he, he was not the first person that that role was offered to. Care to oh, guess? Jack Nicholson. Oh, that would have been bad. <laughs> a Christmas shining story. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs a gun when you can chop through a door with an axe? Yano. Anaya, that's a name, played Grover Dill, the toady. Oh, yeah. yeah Scott yeah. Farkas's uh, little uh, pal He's there. The little guy, yeah. He, Grover Dill, is in the book. He's the bully in the book. Oh, okay. So they just... Pre- they, the I, I don't know why they made two... Why they had to have a, a second one and then yeah. elevate oh. elevate the new guy to be the bully rather than the one that was in the book. Who knows? Yeah, and, I, and a sidekick. I just kind of makes me want to read the book now to find out. <laughs> but um, he only ever appeared two in two other films after A Christmas Story. But he's best known as the evil paper boy with the war cry two dollars in the nineteen eighty five John Cusack comedy Better Off Dead. That's that's Grover Dill. That's the same kid. I knew that already. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I recognized his voice when we watched, when we were watching Better Off Dead, when Sawyer was here with you. Oh, did we talk about this? There was I think a lot we of did. bourbon. There was a lot of bourbon. There was involved. a lot of bourbon. <laughs> see, three leg lamps, all broken. Yep. Orphan Annie decoder pin from 19- the 1940s Speed Omatic model, <laughs> <laughs> indicating that the movie has to take place in December of 1940. By nineteen, it couldn't be nineteen forty-one be, unless it was a, a an old. Well, he would he got it in the mail, so it had to have been the current one. Yeah. So it couldn't have been well a leftover one in nineteen forty-one because in nineteen forty-one they were making them out of paper because of metal shortages due to the war. Yeah. The snow is mostly soap flakes and firefighters foam because it was a warm, snowless beginning of the winter in Cleveland and Toronto that year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot hey, guess, of snow hey, in that movie. Hey, guess what? It's normal for it not to snow sometimes in winter. Weather is. weather isn't climate. Remember that goes both ways. Yep. There were you know you know uh, Ralphie's uh, dream sequences when he's fantasizing about the Red yep. Rider gun and all that. They cut a couple of those out. One of them, uh, he joins Flash Gordon to fight Ming the Merciless. <laughs> There's even a song on the soundtrack called Ming the Merciless. That's the music from that scene that was yeah. cut out. That would have been weird. Yeah. 
A Christmas Story inspired the creation of The Wonder Years. I can see that. Which came out in like 86 or 87, so yeah. that, that tracks time-wise. Yeah. Prior to A Christmas Story, Peter Billingsley, who played Ralphie, gained fame as a correspondent for the variety show Real People. A child hmm. correspondent? He also played Messy Marvin in Hershey's Chocolate Syrup commercials. <laughs> <laughs> He's now a producer, often working with his close friends Vince Vaughn and John Favreau, which explains why he was that in, I knew that, yeah. why he was in Elf. Yep. Oh yeah. He often appears in cameo roles in the movies he produces. Oh, he produced Iron Man. So did That's John Favreau. Big. John Favreau directed it. He directed it, yeah, but yeah. Ralphie produced it. That's funny. <laughs> I wonder if he's in Iron Man. I, have to go back I just and watch watched it. it. I just did. I'll watch it again. Look for the character with the bright blue eyes. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you recognize him in Elf. It's yeah. The blue okay. eyes. Anyway, that's that's the, uh, uh well, that's not the end of my list. I had a couple of other ones, but um that can be the end of the list. <laughs> there there are some <laughs> there are some no, we have to we have to do a couple more. I got to find. <laughs> yeah, he didn't say fudge. Well, oh, did he not? In, a, say the real in an interview as an adult, he explained that he had to say the uh, the real F word over and over again until they got the right take. <laughs> <laughs> he explained that since he had been in Hollywood at an early age, that wasn't the first time he'd heard or said it. So it was no big deal. He was 12 playing, I think, nine. Isn't nine. Ralphie nine? Yeah, but he, he was, was so short that he passed as a nine-year-old. Oh, <laughs> when he's uh when he's having his fantasy scene where he is uh he's like a sheriff or a cowboy or whatever, mm-hmm. and Black Bart and his men are infiltrating the backyard, and he has to shoot yep. them, and he's spitting, like he's chewing tobacco. The st- yeah. some stagehand gave him actual red man tobacco, <laughs> and he got well, it was nineteen eighty three. He got sick and had to go lay down for like an hour. <laughs> And when they came back, they gave him, um, cr- like, mushed-up raisins. I was going to say, doesn't Coca-Cola fix that? I don't know. Coca-Cola um, helps with nausea. No, I know. If there's but something I think in there. If it was chewing tobacco, the nausea caused by chewing tobacco. I don't know. He got really dizzy, started sweating, and his lips started burning on set. Hmm. Oh, Peter Billingsley was the first child to audition for Ralphie. But Bob Clark really? didn't want to just hire the first person he saw, so he saw over a thousand more children before coming back around and hiring oh, the first audition. Oh. <laughs> the scene at the end of the movie at the Chinese restaurant. Yeah, they did. the The director did not tell the family, the actors playing the family, mm-hmm. that that the the Chinese guys were going to sing like that. So their reactions are real. Oh, that's like when she's again covering her mouth, trying not to laugh. That's Melinda Dillon cracking up in the scene. Well, I have to go back and watch it again. Peter Billingsley went home with the Red Ryder BB gun. Of course, there's no way he was going to leave without that. He got the pink bunny suit (laughs) (laughs) and Ralphie's broken glasses. Aww. You know why he took Ralphie's broken glasses home? Why? Because they weren't a prop. They were his own glasses that they broke on set. 
Oh, <laughs> Miss Shields, the teacher. Yeah, she's not. She wasn't uh fat. She was seven months pregnant. So oh. they they padded her out to hide her baby bump. So it ended up making her look just fat. Huge. <laughs> but she reprises the role in the first sequel. I can't watch any of the sequels. Which was uh. Oh, I don't have that in this, but it was a. Uh, they did the sequel in summer, so it wasn't a Christmas movie, and that's why that flopped. And then there was a second mm-hmm. sequel that's called A Christmas Story Two, that has nobody. Mm-hmm. Nobody's the same in that movie. Yeah, I don't like when they did that. That was like Grease Two. Like, why would you even bother? I've never seen Grease. Oh, the first one's good. The original. Oh, here it is. Um. <laughs> It runs in the family, 1994. This is the summer version. Oh, and that was uh, Bob Clark and Gene Shepard paired up again. Yep. So that one might actually not be bad. It's got Charles Grodin as the old man, Mary Steenburgen as the mother, and Kieran Culkin as Ralphie. And then oh. uh, Teddy Moore plays Miss Shields again. How many? Um... In 2012, A Christmas Story 2 takes place five years after the first film, that one's no good, apparently. I have one more thing before we go. Yeah. I keep forgetting to do this when you're on. You 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 did not know this reference when I made this reference a couple of episodes ago. And Good. so and so here it is for you. What is uh Sam Malone from Cheers? Yeah. You know? Uh yeah. uh, what's the actor's name? God. Ted, Ted Danson. There you go. Ted Danson as Sam Malone from Cheers, right? He was a uh, ex-Boston Red Sox. Yep. Is that correct? And he owned this yep. bar. And he was also a recovering alcoholic. So, of course, what do you do when you're a recovering alcoholic? You go you buy, buy a, bar. a bar. And the hilarity ensues. And so, yeah, he gets a job at the local one of the local TV stations as a sports commentator, much like uh, dog, dog murdering Michael Vick on Fox. Yeah. So you're 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 watching... We, the audience here, are watching the TV with him on the news, but it's everybody in the bar is watching the TV, right? So you, you'll you hear laughter that's there, responding to their reactions to laughing at him. But he, this is, this is his rap that he did that you didn't, you never saw. Okay. You know, I got a phone call today from a teenager saying I was taking advantage of my status as an ex-ball player and that old squares like me shouldn't be doing the sports. Well, Corky, tonight's commentary is directed right at you. Time to rap about a controversy. Go take a stand, won't show no mercy. A lot of folks say Jock shouldn't be doing the sports news on TV. I don't want to hear the latest scores from a punch bowl broadcasting school board. So get your scores from a guy like me who knows what it's like to have a groin injury. You referenced that a couple of times. Yeah, the good g- groin injury. Right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's why white people should not rap. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. What's funny is you started dancing at the same point where Woody starts to dance behind the bar, and that's what the audience <laughs> is laughing at in the middle. <laughs> There was a play right before halftime in the Packer game yesterday where one of the uh, defensive linemen for Cleveland stepped on Aaron Rodgers' bad toe. Yeah. 
And then the commentator said that that particular Cleveland Brown player almost didn't play yesterday because he had a groin injury. So my comment was, <laughs> he's going to step on Aaron Rodgers' toe. Aaron should get to kick, kick him, him in, in the, the nuts. nuts. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. See the groin injury. It's uh, mm-hmm. all pervasive. It's everywhere. it's everywhere. All right. You better go help with the groceries. Okay. We should. Uh, I have time to close the show out. Okay. Okay. Dr. Laurie and Quinn, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for us. having us, Mike. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry ho ho. Happy Boxing Day. Thank you. Happy, yes, happy Boxing Day. You have to go <laughs> deal with your boxes after this. I only have five hours and 53 minutes left to you deal with my boxes. boxes. Yep. Before it is the day after Boxing Day, which is nothing. And you'll be cursed into the New Year. And then I'll be cursed yep. by the cardboard gnomes yes that will come and give me a rash in my groin <laughs> which will then cause a groin injury right yeah from all the <laughs> scratching exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> and your fingers will be yellow oh <laughs> oops went too far well it's not yeah. my fault he's reaching too far no that's, that's what i was saying i reached too far well no that's just a joke because it's not possible anymore because all the yellow is gone until next time thank god until next thanksgiving yeah (laughs) it comes back tomorrow (laughs) all right well now's the part of the show where you ask me where they can find us where can they find you i'm glad i'm glad you asked they can find us at nerdburgershow.com Email us, nerdburgershow at protonmail.com. Join us next time on Nerdburger when... I'm not sure. Larry? Maybe? Comes... To ring in the new year, 2022. Yay! Wow, you were really off the ball today. Is it because it's so late in the day? Yes. We've screwed you up. Uh, I think it's the... uh... Radioactive material in his colon. Well, the radioactive material is gone now, so maybe his brain cells aren't working. Maybe it gave you superpowers like Spider-Man. Maybe. <gasps> I just Could haven't discovered them yet. Out your ass? Can I shoot webs out of my ass? Hang on. Yeah, let, get... let me let me try. <laughs> uh oh, I have to go to the bathroom now. <laughs> it does. I was on the soundboard though. Quinn, it does. It does shoot webs out of it, but they're um chunky and brown. <laughs> No, it smells horrible. (laughs) But they're kind of sticky. (laughs) They're a pretty good weapon. I'll put this at the end of the show. (laughs) Maybe that. Oh, thank God they stopped talking about poo about a third of the way through. Oh, (laughs) they're doing it again at the end. (laughs)